Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Resilient Leaders Podcast, where a growing number of leaders are becoming more and more convinced that being resilient as a leader is not just a good idea, it's absolutely required. I'm J.R. Briggs. Well, here we are in this week leading up to Christmas Day. And what a journey it's been over the last several months, hasn't it been? It's been a slog through the bog and the fog. So much of this year was not on our 2020 bingo cards, but we've made it thus far. You know, we started this podcast way back in the first week of May, and we've covered a wide variety of topics as it relates to resiliency and as it relates to leadership. And I've thoroughly enjoyed the journey that we've been on thus far. But it's not only beneficial, it is also crucial that we as leaders look back, reflect, and see where we've come from in order to ponder what we've learned, to see how we've grown, and how we've changed. And so we're going to use this final episode of 2020 to look back and to reflect on the key topics that we've explored. Now, I want you to imagine that we're in a helicopter and we're going to take a few minutes to fly back over the terrain that we've covered thus far and look down and be reminded on the journey that we've been on. So let's jump in. Now, way back in episode one, we started talking about what is resiliency and what is needed in leadership as we navigate such uncertainty. Now, when it comes to resiliency or resilience, either one is a, a viable uh, word that can be used. We talked about the two primary definitions. The first one is that it's the power or the ability to return to the original form or position after being bent, compressed, or stretched, or elasticity. Now, the second definition, which we gravitate more towards on this podcast, is the ability to recover readily from illness, depression, adversity, or the like. So in our episodes, we focused on the ability to recover readily from adversity, kind of like buoyancy. But I would add to that definition, as I said back in episode one, the ability to recover readily and also to flourish in the midst of adversity. And we stated that resiliency is a mindset. Now, way back in episode two, we talked about how it's not the new normal. Instead, it's the new reality. We are not returning to normal. And I think we're more and more convinced of that now than we were back in May, that how do we navigate this new reality if we're not going back to normal? In episode four, we talked about the importance of unlearning in this season, which may be more important than learning itself. In episode six, we looked at feedback and how feedback is the breakfast of champions. Resilient leaders crave and seek out feedback very intentionally and regularly. Having a purposeful and frequent feedback loop is essential for resilient leadership. In episode 10, we looked at how to care for ourselves in such intense and uncertain times. Way back in episode 14, we looked at the great work of Carol Dweck in her book, Mindset. She talked about the difference between a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. And we looked at what a growth mindset can do for us as resilient leaders. In fact, without a growth mindset, it is nearly impossible to possess resiliency in leadership. In episode 24, we talk about how to respond to failure. And then later in episode 54, we also celebrated our favorite mistakes, thanks to the hit song in the 90s from Sheryl Crow. We looked at a professor at Princeton who created a CV of failures and why we should consider creating our own CV of failures as well. Episode 32, we looked at how do we replenish when we're feeling empty. Episode 33, what's on your to-don't list may be more important than what is on your to-do list. 
In episode 45, we looked at why preparation is more important than planning when it comes to uncertainty in our future. In episode 49, the difference, the, the different questions that we ask in different decades of life, how our questions change and how we need to realize that the people we lead are asking different questions than we may realize. Episode 58, we looked at how the greatest enemy to resilient leadership, our glowing rectangular screens, how what we can do with them to, in order to utilize our screens appropriately to lead well. In episode 64, we looked at why we have to name the elephants, befriend the elephants, and invite the elephants to sit down and teach us. Because if we don't name the elephants, they can squish us. That naming things has a way of changing things. And then we looked at some practical elements. Maybe you remember this. We looked at practical elements back in episode eight of how, uh, what are the principles of how resilient leaders can manage email more effectively. In episode 15, I offered specific ways to lead an effective meeting from the mental model of the four Vs. In episode 20, we navigated and named the three primary areas of a leader's time, FaceTime, ThinkTime, and Admin Time. In episode 21, we explored the five norms that exist in every healthy team based on the fabulous research that Google conducted with their best teams around the world. Episode 27, we unpacked why going for frequent walks without our phones makes us better thinkers and more resilient leaders. Episode 36, we examined how to improve our question asking skills and how this is a crucial skill in the world that we are entering. And in episodes 39 and also episode 41, I shared how to expand your opportunity surface area by cultivating a few purposeful habits in your life. Episode 48, one of the episodes where I received some of the most feedback from you, the listeners, was when we dove into how to navigate crucial conversations well. And then in episode 62, uh, I offered the eight habits of effective reading because leaders are readers. Sprinkled throughout, we also spent a few episodes reflecting, asking questions, processing, and pondering our leadership and where we might need to be more resilient. We used the power of good questions and the power of silence to help us slow down to be able to reflect. Whew. Wow, we've covered a lot in this podcast. So I'm curious, what has been your favorite podcast episode? What topic, what tool, what mental model has helped you the most in your leadership and has helped you to be most resilient? What have you gleaned the most from this podcast? I would love to hear from you. My information is in the show notes. Well, as we flew over the different topics, maybe you said, oh yeah, I forgot about that episode. Well, let me challenge you to go back and listen to that episode again, or maybe even share it with your team and discuss it further. Or maybe you thought, I don't think I listened to that one. That sounded new. Well, make it an effort to go back and to listen to that sometime in the next few days. Now, let me just take a moment to be honest here with you. These podcasts are a lot of work. Researching, writing, practicing, producing, recording, re-recording, writing up the show notes. But I believe wholeheartedly that it's been worth it. I've heard from many of you who have shared how you've learned to navigate these tricky waters with courage, grit, determination, and a growth mindset. 
Now, here's my request that I'm asking for you. Can you stop at the end of this episode and do one of three things? That's all I'm asking for Christmas from you all as my listeners. By, by the end of the year, would you do one of three things? Number one, would you leave a review for us on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to your podcasts? I know you've heard me say it several times. Some of you have done that, which I'm very grateful for, but many of you have not. And I would just ask, would you take 45 seconds? It may not even take that. And would you be willing to leave just a few sentence review. That helps podcasts tremendously, number one. Number two, if you've already done that, thank you. And if you've already done that, I would ask you, my challenge to you is, would you tell two friends you think would benefit from this podcast and would you share the link with them? Send them a text, send them an email with the link to the Resilient Leaders Podcast. Or number three, would you contact me and tell me how you found value in this podcast, how we can improve on it, how we can get better, in what we're doing in 2021, and which episode you enjoyed the most. Well, this is our last episode of the Resilient Leaders Podcast in the year 2020. But don't worry, we resume again with a fresh episode starting on January 1st, 2021. We're turning off the record button for now, but don't worry, it won't be for long. Just as I've been sharing over the last several months how resilient leaders need time to rest, to pause, and reflect I need to practice what I preach, and I want to be taking some time to rest, reflect, breathe, pray, plan, and prepare for the new year with this podcast. So we will see you in the new year with more fresh episodes. But before I go, I want to say this. Thank you, listeners, for the leadership that you are a part of, the ways in which you are leading and serving. Even when no one is looking, even when people are misunderstanding you, even when you feel as though you're being shot at from both sides, even when you're tempted to throw in the towel and quit, but you've chosen to stay in the game. Thank you. Thanks for your resilience, for your grit, your perseverance, your determination that you haven't given up. Thank you. And I'd also be remiss without extending my sincere gratitude to Joel Limbowen. Thank you, Joel, for the continued fantastic work that you do on this podcast as our producer. It's not just for this podcast. You do it with other podcasts and the countless other organizations, businesses, nonprofits, churches, and leaders that you've helped by creating videos to help them tell their story and share it with the world. Listeners, make sure that you see some of those brief stories Joel has created on his website. Visit on a limb productions.com. And of course, you can always see it in the show notes. So leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you and your family. And we'll see you again in 2021.